I don't really know how to start shows. Come on now, don't start, don't start liking me now. So yeah, I'm funny compared to, you know, well you'll see later. I stand for mayhem! I know a lot of fucking idiots that think a lot of shit is mean-spirited just because it goes against what they believe. But the relief of comedy is it takes things that aren't funny and it allows us to laugh about them for an hour. We got a purple suit to buy and a gigantic coffin. <laughs> Why are you laughing? Welcome, everybody, to Why Are You <laughs> Laughing, a, uh, a history of comedy podcast. Week by week, we take you through the history of comedy. I mean, not really the history. I guess starting in, like, 1960. But <laughs> I'm, I'm, glad, I'm glad we corrected it on the fourth <laughs> go around. I've been thinking it the whole time. I was like, ah, oh, it's not really my show. <laughs> but tonight, I'm pleased to introduce you to the saga of Norm MacDonald <laughs> on SNL and his eventual firing. Uh, Norm's passing at this point, maybe a month ago. I don't know when you guys are hearing this, uh, but as we record, it was just a couple weeks ago, and that was like the first celebrity death in my life that like affected my day. <laughs> like I was genuinely yeah. broken up about it. I was very sad, and part of that is the way he went out. But today is strictly about uh, remembering the greatness of Norm Macdonald, and I think one of the best ways to salute his uh, brilliance and his attitude. And uh, his charm, really, is by examining uh, his time on SNL and uh, the way it ended and the way it all played out and uh, his eventual revenge. So, uh, and, you know, it's a great word. It's, it, it, it's come up recently that uh, Norm didn't always love uh, female comedians. He wasn't necessarily the politest to them. He didn't touch them, though. No, I, not to my knowledge. And with that bitch. No, we'll get to that did another Did he whack week. off in front of them, though? He's no Pat <laughs> Oswald. Yeah, well, stop. <laughs> well, now it's got to be a bit every week, I guess. He's created this world where we have to shit on Pat Oswald every week, even though I like the guy. <laughs> I think he's funny. <laughs> I do, too. <laughs> I think he's a funny guy. <laughs> I do, too. But, uh, actually... Patton Oswalt comes up in a uh, Norm Macdonald joke. Oh, I, yeah, that's true. Yeah. The hypocrisy. <laughs> I figured. A good one. Um, a, good, a good Norm Macdonald joke. Another episode, by the way, where we'll, we'll be ha doing half-assed impressions of the guy we're talking about the whole time. Yeah, <laughs> jeez. Hey, but uh, I bring up... we do a Christopher Walken episode. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, so to give uh, you know both sides of the story here, I wanted to start with the fact that uh, Norm was not beloved by all his cast members on SNL. Uh, so he started at Saturday Night Live in 1993, uh, eventually rose to uh, Weekend Update from 1994 to 1997, and uh, left the cast uh, pretty much a few months later, after uh, the first half of the 97 season. And uh, so while he was on the set, when he became, I guess, one of the veteran <laughs> cast members in the Weekend Update guys, uh, the younger writers looked up to him, and uh, uh, one of those people was Laura Keitlinger, is that her name? It yes. looks like it, it's yeah. like a dangerous yeah. name to pronounce. <laughs> <laughs> Laura Keitlinger uh, talked about uh, her time on SNL and how Norm uh, kind of ruined it for her. And then the, Norm's response this. is right after this, by the way. You will. By the way, wait, can I interrupt your old friend, uh, Norm MacDonald? Did you guys write together on... Uh... He's not a friend of mine. Oh, oh right? well, I was just using it loosely. Now you had oh, a reaction boy, just not now a friend to Norm Macdonald. Mm -hmm. not, not a friend, not a fan. Uh, uh You worked with him though. Mm hmm At Saturday Night Live. Roseanne. No, I missed him at Roseanne. Well, I came in, and he was supposed to be the, he wrote uh, on Roseanne. my uh, kind of my guide through SNL, and uh. it turned out that he is a, a shit stirrer. He was busy pissing in a bucket in front of people. Well, no, he loves to like get, you know 
hit people against each other. He used to like find articles where somebody said, you know, one thing and then he'd stand in the doorway and laugh. Like he'd find like an article where, <laughs> you know, Janine said something about Adam and, you know, just create all this havoc. So I'm not, I'm, you know, it's funny that you said that because he's like probably like one of the, uh, one of the few people I really don't like. Yeah. Norm is someone who really sticks out Well, to because you. it was so, it was such a kind of a, a kind of a vulnerable time being like, because it was the first time I'd ever done live TV and stuff and he really... Like, and for all of us, really kind of made it difficult. And here's wow. <laughs> I've never heard that about Everyone loves Norm MacDonald. I, well, I mean, I barely remember Laura from the show, right. except for her hit characters, obviously. I <laughs> 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 don't even know who she is. Uh, he is. He is the what fucking is greatest. Animal. So, there is no one that ever got over on Norm. Like, literally, his comebacks. <laughs> there is no one that could take a shot at him and him not have a comeback. Her examples of him being horrible and all this shit are hilarious. hilarious. Yeah, so her example, as Norm goes on later to address in that episode of uh, Stern, that uh, this Laura Keitlinger's examples of Norm being awful was that uh, Janine Garofalo would talk in the press about Adam Sandler and shit on Adam Sandler. And Norm, being Adam's friend and castmate, would say, uh, hey, Adam, do you, do you see Janine's taking a shot at you? And was, that's her example of him causing shit. Was she on SNL with them? Laura Keitlinger? No. Uh, oh, Janine Graffel? I think she was a writer. Oh. I think she might have been a writer. She wasn't gives a, a, one, a, a one-off, like one of those, um, uh, uh, what the fuck's his name? Uh, well, we should spend Martin. more time on that. Martin... Um, Fucking Christ! Huh? We're gonna have to, we're gonna make him think of it now. Mole. And I know Scorsese? I know who he's thinking. I know who he's thinking of. I'm not Short. gonna say it. Martin there Short. we go. Uh. Fuck. Jesus Christ! What is she? Martin Short? No, she's a different person. Well, he did like one. No, I'm saying <laughs> like Martin Short, Julia Louis Dreyfus. They did like I one year. I don't know. I don't know oh. how long she was there. Why do I give a shit? She well, was now, there. Now it's a point of topic. Janine Garofalo. <laughs> emphasis on the awful. Oh. We'll get to that in the Janine <laughs> episode. We'll get. To, we'll break down her time on SNL and her big Wait, rivalry with Adam Sandler. There's gonna be a Janine. Episode. <laughs> sure, why not? At this point, it was such a great talking point in this. Everybody. Sounds fascinating. <laughs> so, uh, other, other, there are other examples of people not loving Norm. Uh, for example, a story that uh, Jim Brewer has told on multiple. He's, I've heard him tell this on Stern and Opie and Anthony. Uh, this is from. I don't know if he told this on stage somewhere or something. It looks like it. Um, funny bone. Yeah, but it needs <laughs> it needs some prefacing. Uh, so. Norm uh, was in a, he wasn't in a lot of sketches, but he was in this one uh, that they did about the Twilight Zone. And uh, Pamela Anderson was the host that week. And uh, as Brewer tells it, Catan, Chris Catan was a guy who, if, you, if you're not familiar with him, he's the guy from, uh, what's the Butabi Brothers movie? Uh, Night at the Roxbury oh, yeah. with uh, Will Ferrell. That's his big- uh, Which is also an SNL sketch. Yes. And he's a very, if you're living in 90s world- Corky Romano. Yes, there you go. <laughs> uh, if you're living in the 90s world, remember, these are not my thoughts. This is how people, you know, bigots thought back then. Uh, Chris Kattan <laughs> seemed very gay. <laughs> like, very stereotypically gay. Uh, you know, he had, a, he had a high voice and was very flamboyant and things like that. Yeah. So, um, evidently, when a woman like Pam Anderson, who was very attractive- um, would host, Chris Kattan would go out of his way to show how hetero he is by uh, <laughs> hitting on them and uh, writing sketches where, like, they make out or, you know, whatever, where they uh, uh, are intimate with each other in he some would way. overcompensate. Yes, yeah, it seemed like yeah. he was overcompensating. So, uh, cut to when they are in the sketch together and Chris Kattan is giving Norm shit because uh, Norm in dress rehearsals and everything is... Uh, 
is like kind of half ass in this. He's playing uh, who's Rod Serling, the host of the Twilight Zone. <laughs> so he's kind of doing like Norm, like uh, imagine if you will, uh, it's time and place. Like he's kind of just half assing it. And Chris Kattan's giving him shit, giving him shit, giving him shit. And then uh, that leads to uh, where we are with Jim Brewer telling this story. All right. Live show. One minute to live on the air. Kattan starts. God, Norm. You're like terrible. We got one minute. You're going to sound terrible on national television. Don't you care? Oh my God. You don't even care. Don't you feel gay? God, what's wrong with you? <laughs> And I can't believe, like, I'm getting mad that he's trying to throw Norm off his game. He's a live, te- live TV. And then, oh my God, Pamela, you go on the party, you're hot, my sexual. 30 seconds. God, Norm, wait till you hear him. It's terrible. Why don't you stay at the update desk? 20 seconds. Pamela, you're so hot. When I- 15 seconds. <laughs> Norm had a cigarette, puts it out. 10 seconds. Hey, uh, Catan. By the way, if everyone didn't know, Catan's gay, but he doesn't tell anyone he's gay. <laughs> and that's why he's this angry little bitch, and he just takes it out on everyone, and, and he tries to hit on Pamela Anderson, who you know would never be with you. She went Tammy Lee. Five seconds! So why don't you just come out of the closet and admit you're gay, and you wouldn't live a lie, you little bitch? We're on! Imagine if you will. (laughs) 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 One of my favorite Norm stories, and I was when I realized I didn't tell it uh, a couple weeks ago. I was so glad when I remember. Oh, we could play it on this show because it's one of my favorite fucking Norm (laughs) stories. And the way he told it on uh, Howard Stern was slightly different. Where he would go, "Uh, Pamela, you know he's gay, don't you? Uh, Just tell you you're gay, Chris. (laughs) 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 And uh, so then our next clip doesn't really uh, build the case. It's not another person oh. hating Norm, but Catan went on uh, Howard Stern a few years later, and uh, uh, Stern was asking him like, "Why, why didn't you, why didn't you get along with Norm? Like, what the fuck?" And uh, Catan goes on to tell this story about how Norm was a dick and a prima donna and wanted to be on some Rolling Stone cover that they were on and like forced his way on there and oh. shit. And Catan's kind of telling this story about how Norm's an <laughs> asshole and everything, and Artie. I don't know if this is pre. He wasn't in that day for some reason. Uh-huh. Uh, but Artie calls in. Oh no shit! To correct Chris Kattan in one of the most uh, one of the greatest moments of loyalty in, in Stern history. <laughs> also, can I say how norm it was for him to wait till there was ten five seconds, seconds left <laughs> to say that? See, Mike, that's yeah. the that's the funny part. Yeah, yeah. you know he's gay, that's don't you? Great. <laughs> uh, so let's hear Artie uh, call in and defend uh, Chris Kattan. I'm sorry, Art, norm. norm. <laughs> Lang, go ahead. Hey, Artie Lang. What's up, man? Yeah, hey, Artie. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I just... I, I, <laughs> right I so right there, Chris Kattan realized, oh, his boy oh. is calling in. <laughs> oh, shit. Oh, oh no. <laughs> so, Dude, yeah. go back. <laughs> I don't know if that's the... Again. I don't know if that's the telltale sign of a liar, but... <laughs> <laughs> that's not great. But so, it's the telltale sign of a liar. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, so, yeah, play that from the beginning again. Artie Lang, go ahead. Hey, Artie Lane. What's up, man? Yeah, hey, Artie. Oh, shit. Yeah, no, I just, I, I, I like Chris. I think he's funny. But what he said before about that Rolling Stone cover is wrong. Oh, All right, okay. go, Artie's going to defend hey, Norm, I guess. Okay. Norm represents. You know you might be go. wrong. All right, go ahead. No, it's just that, no, Chris made it sound like Norm showed up begging to get on the cover of Rolling Stone. Oh, no, no, he uh, he wasn't begging. He was just, like, assuming he was Star on changes. the cover with us. And... Well, he was, though. He, I know he was. But he went to stand in the middle as well. No, 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 no. Norm, they were begging Norm to do it. 
And he thought it seemed weird. He didn't want to do it. Right. He thought it seemed weird oh. to stand in the middle of all you guys. Oh, that's true. They that definitely wanted Norm to be true. on the cover because at the time, I mean, he was the funniest guy on the show. Howard, you've said that a million times. I think Norm is hysterical. He is. I already said that. Yeah, and so does Chris. So that... That was not a. Uh, that was never a big moment. I've never heard that talked about anywhere. It wasn't oh. like a huge moment in Stern history or anything. Yeah. But I think it's it a. Should a, be a, one of the great moments of someone getting called out and immediately being like, eh, "I was kind of lying. I was exaggerating." He, a bit. he did. He pulled a one eighty on the whole. Completely. Story. He's like, Completely. "Oh no! Oh no! Norm's the greatest." <laughs> <laughs> no, that was that's, that's bad. And you go, oh, great. "Shit!" Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah shit. So, um, Norm. When I go back and watch, easily my favorite weekend. Of, I mean, he's one of my favorite people ever. So obviously, my favorite. Him and week- Colin. Hey, he's good on SNL. Did yeah, you know but I, even like Colin, I feel like didn't even want to do it really. No, but that's what made Colin funny. Yeah, yeah. and uh, we'll we'll talk about Colin in a minute too because uh, uh, he comes up a bit. But um, when uh, when Norm was on SNL, uh, he was one of my favorites. But I I wasn't. I never watched him live. I was three years old when he was on. <laughs> Um, All right. We so get at, it. at the time, <laughs> at the time, uh, uh, y- you know, at least by my standard, I don't know if people that watched live in '95 would say like, "Oh, Norm was hysterical." The audience just didn't get him. But a lot of times, you hear the audience not necessarily get him. Yeah. Well, he was. A lot of his humor is so subtle. Completely. And yeah. that was like his one humor of his is not built just, for an SNL yeah, crowd. Like or he's even, not afraid to be subtle. Yeah. That's, subtle in the sense that like. The audience might not even know the reference. Like, there's clips yeah. of him making Vince Foster jokes, <laughs> yeah. which is like a big conspiracy theory. But I don't know if your average NBC viewer is aware that the Clintons <laughs> might have had someone murdered, which is a great uh, The View clip, by the way. Yeah. Because watch that. Norm was also like a right winger. <laughs> Norm was a right winger, but I think more than that, Norm was one of the biggest uh, uh, advocates of truth. <laughs> <laughs> that you've yeah. ever had in comedy, yeah. where when he saw Absolutely. something, like his biggest targets were the Clintons, Michael Jackson, <laughs> yeah. people like where he OJ. felt a, a real wrong was done, and the best example of that is his jokes about OJ. Uh, so here's some of those. Oh, I think you said the dude, first so the first crazy. clips were, and this is an example of maybe uh, Norm. This might have been, I suspect, when Norm was told not to joke about OJ. Yeah, because the premise. Does not necessarily suit itself for an OJ joke, if you take a listen. Absolutely. <laughs> and the Pope came out with a book this week, which contains a series of essays examining faith and morality in today's secular world and the changing role of the Catholic Church as it approaches the 21st century. The book is entitled, God Himself Told Me That OJ Is Guilty. <laughs> In other book news, uh, Prince Charles released an autobiography in which he states that he never loved Princess Di and that his does? father pressured him to marry her. Who, who the book is entitled, Of Course O.J. Did It. I mean, come on. <laughs> so, so right there are two uh, jokes about the Pope and Prince Charles, and O.J. managed to, I mean, uh, Norman managed to make them about O.J., which suggests to me this might be after they said, hey, could you relax with the, uh, the O.J. jokes? You would think, though, that they would pick up on the graphics he has ready. <laughs> Absolutely. So, uh, so if you don't know, which I'm, it's hard not to, because everyone brought this up uh, when Norm died, that uh, OJ was—I mean, uh, why do I keep doing that? That Norm was fired. <laughs> OJ was a good Weekend Update host too, but Norm was fired from Weekend Update uh, because of the amount of uh, OJ jokes he made and the fact that Don Olmeyer, the guy that ran NBC at the time, yeah. was buddies with OJ uh, because remember, OJ was an NBC analyst. 
Right. Um, right. Like when he when he uh, uh, would do interviews, he was talking about the fact that uh, right before the murders, he was still under contract with Hertz Rent a Car and <laughs> and NBC. Um, so that was OJ's home. He would golf with Don Olmeyer, yep. and I guess Don, Don Olmeyer did not love uh, all the OJ jokes. So he didn't uh, like the heat. You say he didn't he like did. the OJ jokes. So uh, this is what Norm, as a dutiful employee, did <laughs> when he found that out. <laughs> It was revealed this week that defense lawyer Johnny Cochran once abused his first wife. In his defense, Cochran said, Hey, at least I didn't kill her like some people I know. <laughs> might, be, might be my favorite one. <laughs> we have a couple more, though. There's no better delivery on the planet. I want to listen to all of them. I know. <laughs> I want, I mean, it would be nice if I, there's 35 minutes of uh, oh. Norm OJ jokes on oh, YouTube if you want to go so check it out. Great. Was O.J. Simpson high on speed the night of the murders? Absolutely not, said defense attorney Johnny Cochran today. And a simple test of any of O.J.'s blood found at the crime scene will prove it. <laughs> He's the best. And O.J. pal Al Cowling said this week that in looking for the truth in the O.J. Simpson case, he sometimes talks to a picture of Nicole Brown Simpson, something that in the past would have gotten him killed by O.J. <laughs> F. Lee Bailey said this week that if the defense only knew what Ron Goldman's last words were, they might be able to find the real killer. You know, if you ask me, Goldman's last words were probably, uh, hey, you're O.J. Simpson. <laughs> <laughs> again, again, that's uh, that's about a minute and a half oh. or two minutes of, of O.J. jokes. There's a 35-minute compilation of them on YouTube. I'm, I'm imagining these were all like... These were like spread out over different nights. It'd be great if it wasn't. And but how yeah, obviously. How hilarious <laughs> it would be if they were all in a row. <laughs> just one night. <laughs> Half of SNL is <laughs> Norm OJ jokes. <laughs> just like. Oh, well, best. so that's the. I mean, you know, this this may not be uh, if you measure IQ in rooms around the world. I don't know that would be we would be the highest. <laughs> But we Definitely laugh hysterically at that. So the idea, uh, the, the, the idea that there's people out there that didn't get Norm is baffling to me. Uh, yeah, absolutely. You know what I mean? Like it, when you listen to that shit, it's like there's people that didn't get this guy. But again, he would be maybe if I was around in uh, uh, 1995, I probably wouldn't know who Vince Foster was. Yeah. Or someone like that. So I get at times uh, he would get a little deep for people, but it's like the fact that that guy was not more mainstream is that maybe the. The most frustrating thing about him, but like I said, when he died, I think that's how he like it was perfect for him. Like he loved the way on the on the fringes. <laughs> See Absolutely, you got one more really good OJ one. Yeah, so the, uh, this is one of my favorites yeah. when uh, uh, the the week the verdict. So mind you, um, <laughs> the the. <laughs> So this was the obviously the trial of the century, the biggest story out there for years. This spanned years, the OJ trial. And it was a drama. It, was, it spawned court TV. People would follow it every single oh, day. Yeah. And then the verdict comes down, and that week they turned to uh, SNL and Weekend Update for, <laughs> for their reaction to the OJ Simpson verdict. Thanks, I'm Norm MacDonald, and now the fake news. Well, it is finally official. Murder is legal in the state of California. <laughs> <laughs> He's the best. So, so uh, that is the brilliance of, of Norm Macdonald. Now, I like the photo they picked of OJ, though, personally. So, the confusing part to me is 
uh, everyone thought OJ was guilty. That's a pretty oh. common. Norm was not an outlier in 1995, 96. Um, like, oh. you know, it was complete. And I will, I'll, I'll preface it by saying norm lasted a year or two after the verdict on weekend update and would keep like there are jokes all the way through the civil suit um and maybe even past that that norm was making so he did uh he did test the boundaries of oj jokes and got away with it for a while so um you know uh, I guess maybe you could say the defense of NBC would be when the, you poke oh. the bear that many times, they have to do something. Uh, but it's hilarious to me the idea that there's some executive like, don't make fun of this guy that probably <laughs> murdered two people. You know what I mean? Like the idea of poking the bear was saying a man who most likely, oh, like the, the great jokes that Norm would do after the trial oh. were like uh, about why isn't, like OJ said he would uh, uh, tirelessly look for the killer. And then he'd show a picture of OJ on the golf course. <laughs> so now he's afraid to go back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, where where are we now in the timeline, Matt? So um, on Letterman, when uh, well, basically he okay. You know, so he goes on Letterman, um, but th- look at the balls of this, where uh, and it comes up during their discussion. But well, well, I'll, I'll let Norm explain. So uh, uh, <laughs> Norm is taken off of Weekend Update. And goes on Letterman that night. The more the in the morning, it hits the newspapers. At night, you can turn on Letterman and see uh, Norm Macdonald. The, the competing guest. network. Yes, at CBS. You don't mind if I ask you a question? What's that? I hear today. I hear this story, and as it's like this press release, you get your ass fired. Is that yeah. true? No, you didn't get fired. Well, yeah, no. they fired. No, me. they didn't fire you. No, I'm serious. I, I'm ta- I talked to a guy that said I'm fired. <laughs> <laughs> fired from your television job? From on the weekend. You know, I do the news. Segment, yeah, the weekend update. And I do the jokes. Uh, the, uh, Sometimes, know. many times, the, the best part of the show. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, it's all a matter of opinion. That's your opinion. It's my opinion, yeah. But then the guys that can fire me, that's not their opinion. And why would they fire you? Well, uh, Who fired you, first of all? Let's get some names here. Let's get this on the record. <laughs> well, I don't know the guys, like, because the guys I work with, like, like Lauren Michaels and stuff. Did Lauren Michaels fire you? No, he didn't. Uh-huh. He didn't fire me. Right. He, he likes me and stuff. Well, he, it's his show, isn't it? I, I thought it was his show, yeah. <laughs> but, uh, well, then how can a guy come in from the outside and fire you? Somebody well, see, from ABC fired you? No, no. They're NBC. What happens is... You work on the show, and then there's these guys that hang out, like, in the halls. Yeah, we got them here. We got them here. And they're called executives. They're NBC executives, right? And then I'd see them. I didn't know who the hell they were, what they did, you know? (laughs) Now I know what they do. They fire me for Weekend Update. But uh, they they said that this guy, Don Olmeyer, who turns out to be the president. Yeah, now I know Don Olmeyer, and just between you and me, he's an idiot. Oh. And Norm, Norm's response to that is, uh, no, he's a good man. <laughs> well, wait, did Don Olmeyer not give him the Tonight Show job? Um, Not technically, no. I think Don Olmeyer worked for the company. All right. But so the guy, the the I believe Warren Littlefield, I think is the guy's name. I actually just watched the movie The Late Shift. So that's why uh, I know that. But uh, I'm pretty sure it was Warren Littlefield that didn't give him the Tonight Show job and fucked that whole thing up. All right, because I was thinking, I was like, that's like a two-layer joke. Well, <laughs> that would be great. Well, I mean, I'm sure Letterman knew him. Oh, yeah. I'm sure Letterman knew him. But it's also, again, the balls of Norm to not just go to a competing network, to go to another guy that NBC fucked over. <laughs> In dramatic fashion, <laughs> to tell that story. Um, so, uh, oh, awesome. Norm is hilarious, and, and Letterman brought up a point 
that I find very interesting, and I brought this up um, a lot when Shane Gillis got fired from SNL. Is Shane Gill? I mean, uh, Shane Gillis has made it known since that Lauren Michaels liked Shane and wanted to keep. I mean, he gave the guy the fucking job. Yeah. Same with Lauren Michaels saw the brilliance of Norm and didn't do anything about their firings. And my question about Lauren Michaels would be: if he can't step in for those guys, who can he step in for? You know what I mean? Like those Probably are the nobody. those e- are the two. Edie Bryant. I can't, <laughs> well, I can't think of another in the last <laughs> in the last twenty years of SNL. I can't think of a controversy in which someone was getting fired and Lauren stepped in well, and is, saved them. Is Lauren an executive though? I mean, he. I don't think he is. I, I think, think he's, he's the he's, king of NBC. He's the showrunner at SNL. He's like the he's, well, no, but uh, he produced uh, all. He essentially owns their late night content. Sure. Late night. I mean, now the Tonight Show. It wasn't the case at the time, but uh, does he uh, run the, the Tonight Show? Too? Conan Show. Now he does. Yeah. Oh no shit! So um, he's got more power now than he did back then. Conan Show, SNL, but it's more than that. Where Lauren's one of the most powerful guys in Hollywood. Maybe Lauren Michaels is a pussy. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> now you're on my I'm side. Glad, the, I'm glad you got right up on the mic for that. Now you're on my side of the street here. That's I what did, I'm saying. I did it on purpose. Is if he's Lauren a Michaels, pussy. if Lauren Michaels can't defend those two guys, who has he defended? Like who has he stepped in? for? Nobody apparently. Who has he used that power for? I, mean, I don't think anybody. He did. He used his power for Lauren Michaels. So I'm glad. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad Letterman picked up on that. That's awesome. Uh, what's the next one, Matt? Um, this is Norman Letterman talking about when he spoke to Don Olmeyer. Okay, yeah. So this is his interaction with Don Olmeyer. And, uh, you know, uh, this is another one that speaks to um, Norm's charm because I'm certain he's madder than anybody about this. But uh, he doesn't really show it. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, so he goes, uh, oh, yeah, I'm, uh, uh, I'm firing you there from the show. And then I, I said, uh, Oh, that's not good. <laughs> and then I said, "Why is that now?" And he goes, uh, "Oh, you're not, uh, you know, you're not funny." Yeah. And then I said, uh, "I said, holy lord, that's even worse news, you know." <laughs> he goes, "No, I don't got nothing to fall back on." No. Uh, he's a good man. He just fired you. What do you mean he's a good? What is wrong with you, you Quizzling? Stop that. <laughs> I don't know what Quizzling means, but. Norm was the great, and the two guys that uh, supported Norm through this were obviously Letterman and Stern back in the day. Like yeah. Norm would go on those two shows and uh, basically tell NBC to go fuck themselves, <laughs> and that's the only voice and platform he had by by proxy. Yeah, and I mean Stern is Stern has become what he's become, yeah. but Letterman is the one guy that you can really say saw and understood what Norm was. Mm-hmm. Uh, Letterman advocated for Norm to replace him. Uh, he oh, wanted no he wanted Norm yeah. to have uh, Craig Ferguson's job, the Late Late Show, um, and uh, he obviously gave Norm well not gave he executive produced Norm's talk show that was on one season for Netflix. The Norm show or Norm um, no 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 Norm McDonald has <laughs> yeah. a show yeah. on Netflix yeah uh, not the sitcom <laughs> right um, so yeah Letterman is the one guy that's and it's you know uh, poetic in a way that Letterman was the guy that let him just have a voice during this and there's a few, I don't know if we if I pulled any of the clips mm-hmm. or not. But there's a few times where uh, Letterman points out, like, come here, come come to CBS and get a show. Hmm. Um, so where are we now? Uh, the next few are the same. With, they're all Letterman clips. So the next one is uh, talking about Norm staying on the SNL cast but being yeah. fired. So, so this is the most fascinating part, is we're talking about Norm's firing. He's on a competing network, shitting on the company, <laughs> and letting <laughs> Letterman take shots at them. And then we find out, halfway through this interview, uh, that he was not fired by NBC. 
he was taken off of Weekend Update. <laughs> <laughs> so the fucking now balls I... of this guy. No, go ahead. If Mr. Big Shot Cologne and Cufflinks, Don Olmeyer, if he says, we don't want you on the weekend update, I'd adios. I'd get in the cab. Absolutely. Hit the dirt. Come on over here to CBS. We'll get you a nice show. We'll put you, we'll put you together. A nice show for you. What? Letterman was Norm's biggest fan, wasn't he? Oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. (laughs) You're no quizzling. I never, I've never been called that. Um, <laughs> well, now, will you stay on the on the rest of the show? Yeah, I'm going to stay. Like, I do. Also, uh, other than doing an update, I do, like, sketches, but, like, I stink in those. <laughs> so, uh, that, you know, he thinks I'm funny in those. Uh-huh, yeah. Oh, it's just the weekend update he doesn't think you're funny. Yeah, he doesn't think I'm funny in weekend update, and uh, uh, God only knows. I mean, you know. He, it's just a matter of opinion. He, th- he also thinks that uh, O.J. is innocent. <laughs> <Exactly>. <laughs> the fucking set of brass balls on this guy. Whereas now, m- oh, I mean, most people, and I'm certain I'm one of them if I was ever in this position, but people would be tr- thinking of how do I save this job? Like, how do I, you know, secure myself so that I'm not completely out of a job? How do I stay in the cast or get Weekend Update back or whatever? Norm is like, ah, go fuck yourself. (laughs) Because I think in a way he knew it was funnier to get fired from SNL for making fun of someone that everyone is certain is a murderer. (laughs) Uh, What's up next? Most of of these, by the way, are Letterman clips because that's where a lot of this played out. Like, uh... Like I said, a lot of it was on Stern, too. Uh, but since that was in a longer form, I figured it was more succinct to, to, to go the route of uh, Letterman. I got Letterman was right next, or uh, you could do parting gifts or still getting paid. Uh, let's go with... Do them in order. Let's go with... Yeah, do them in order, I suppose. Well, how, Oh, no, how no, 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 wait a second. You know what? Then? Still gets paid. I'm trying to think. Do still gets paid first. <laughs> That's just so you have no say in what we do. I know, right? <laughs> that was just a power move. Yeah. yeah, just so you know. No, now he, uh, the thing was, I said, okay, so you think I'm not funny? That's fine, you know, who cares? Uh, but I said, why don't we just all quit and leave the show, mm-hmm. right? right? You keep your money, because you don't want to pay money to a sure. guy that's not funny. Exactly. And then uh, <laughs> I'll uh, go try to be funny somewhere else. Perfect point. And then he didn't like that idea. Why not? I don't know because it seems to me that because you, uh, you know there's other networks there's CBS. Well, other networks, yeah. sure. <laughs> so my contention was I thought he would love that idea because what better for his network than to have an unfunny guy that's on right. another network? Exactly, that's yeah. right. He can't have it both ways. He, yeah. he can have it both yeah. ways apparently. He's a grizzling. <laughs> yes. No. 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 <laughs> No, but at least there are no quizlings in the picture now. When you were here before, I smelled a quizling. The quizlings are gone. Yeah, they're gone. Yeah, they're gone. Good for you. And so, uh, so the way it stands now is, I can leave the show mm-hmm. as long as I don't do anything else on any competing show. Right. Well, that stinks. That's yeah, no good. That's now, how long will that last? As he's doing it. Uh, I, God, right? I don't know, man. It's as long as, uh, uh, as long. Contractually, as... how long are you bound to them? Um, like to be Norm's I'm bound agent. to them contract. It's all, uh, you know, uh, a stuff that I don't, I'm not yeah. that familiar with. But, 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 but in the meantime, they are continuing to pay you, right? Yeah, they pay me, and I go to the show and hang out. Yeah. 
<laughs> so the brilliance of Norm again. I know I'm going to keep saying that. But like Craig, Craig said as he's doing another show. But the point Norm was obviously making was like he can't go do the Norm show on right, ABC right, or whatever. Right. But they could tell him Non-compete. you can't do. They could tell him you can't do Letterman. They could say, hey, you're not allowed to do Letterman. Then when he goes and does it, <laughs> what they would have to do is fire him. Right. <laughs> so Norm knows that, well, if they fire me, then I can go to ABC and do a show. Yep. So Don Olmeyer and NBC are in a pickle because they're like, do we fire this guy who's shitting on us on CBS and let him go to CBS? Or do we keep him here to make him miserable? <laughs> and that, that was the brilliance of Norm is kind of picking up on that and challenging them in a way. Um, so, uh, play the next one. Now go in order. Go in reverse order. Yeah. Thanks, Craig. Well, how, how has it been since then? Well, it's been weird, you know, like, uh, it's been weird. You were just I, fired, as it turned out, right? Yeah, they, uh, yeah, I got fired. Right. And then, <laughs> when I was talking to you on the show that day, because this guy, Don Olmeyer, fired me, mm-hmm. and I didn't know the guy, you know, and, and you kept saying... Like, he's an idiot, he's a pinhead, you know, and stuff like that. And you I would say, saying. like, he's a good guy, you right. know? And uh, turns out you were right. <laughs> uh, oh, man, good. Yeah. Good I'll, for you. I'll admit when I'm wrong. I've never been happier to be right about something in my life. Yeah. So, because I went and met with him, you know, I never... Now, wait a minute. After, after you get fired, you right. then have to go to a meeting with the guy? Yeah, because uh, I wanted to leave the show entirely, you know, mm-hmm. I thought that would be the next thing. Right. And so, uh, and then, you know, I talked to my, uh, all these guys I pay money to, you know, mm-hmm. and I go, hey, how about you guys uh, figure out something there, you know? <laughs> So that's what. Then he talks about how he was uh, stuck at uh, uh, NBC because he was un- under contract. <laughs> uh, and then this, I believe, is the parting gifts where he describes uh, how he was kind of treated on his way out in his meeting <laughs> with Don Olmeyer. Uh, I go in there, and uh, that guy Don Olmeyer's there. So I go, "Hey, guy Don Olmeyer." Well, how was that? Was it was it cordial? Was it a bit icy? No, it was uh, uh, cordial. He gave me a lighter. <laughs> What, for being like it's what a parting gift well, he's giving you what? what he had a lighter you know and he goes hey I want a lighter, a lighter. and then he gave me an umbrella <laughs> I don't know it's like a you get fired and you get stuff yeah. like yeah hey, I'm at a clock ready I'm at a lighter <laughs> anything on the top shelf I get out <laughs> <laughs> So I, I just threw that in there because I felt it was kind of like a classic. Oh. What I'm guessing happened is Norm commented on something in the office, like, oh, it's a light, nice lighter. And he's like, ah, good, good for you. Have it. Have Take it. Take it. <laughs> which is one of this uh, pompous assholes, which we'll hear from Don Olmeyer in a bit. But the way a lot of these executives work is like, hey, I'm your buddy. You know, I'm your, yeah. I'm your friend. We're, we're cu- just a couple of equals chatting. Now, we'd like you to pack your shit and get out of here. <laughs> you know, so it's this phony way that a lot of executives speak where they want to be the good guy, but they're also taking a genius off of a show because they annoyed him. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so making fun of his buddy. <laughs> right, yeah, his buddy the murderer. <laughs> Which, got... by the way, I do have to say, rem- remember that we talked about that? <laughs> like, remember that Don Olmeyer is good friends with OJ? Because I think the Don Olmeyer clip is infuriating if oh, you have that raging. fact in mind. Uh, but what's next, Matt? Norm has flipped. Okay. 
Oh, okay. Well, maybe I'll just preface this. Uh, so what this is is like you saw there that Norm was being like uh, very charming, and even when he said Letterman was right about Donald Meyer, he wasn't mean spirited, <laughs> and. <laughs> This is where uh, things took a turn. It was so yeah. funny though. He's like, "You said that he was a pinhead." And you a, and said. A jerk. <laughs> yeah. I said he was and a nice guy. I said guy. he was a nice guy. <laughs> I was like, "What's that? What you got there?" A little article about you and a little feud with another network. Oh yeah, ABC. yeah. There's this character over on the NBC. <laughs> <laughs> he's yeah. The, yeah, he's the president and he hates me. Why? He doesn't think I'm funny. <laughs> Sorry, I should I shouldn't be laughing if you're not funny. No, yeah, I, I am funny. Yeah, you're very funny. I think he just doesn't know you. He's a jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so they're out promoting uh, dirty work, and uh, that's when Norm like, gets angry. And that clip, you're like, ah, oh, what what turned him? But I think we're about to find out in the next clip, if I'm not mistaken. That is correct. All right. All right. Paper what shed. is the problem? I don't know. In the paper today, there, you got the TV post, right? Right here. There it this is. This is today's uh, New York yeah. Post. Take so a there's look at a it. picture of me with a big X through my head. Now what the hell is that all about? <laughs> NBC Dirty Works, uh, Dirty Work Next is Norm. What, and what exactly are we talking about there? Yeah, that's uh, Don Olmeyer has decided not to run any... This is any... Don Olmeyer right here. This yeah. is the guy who runs uh, NBC. Yeah. Don Olmeyer yeah. right there. Hi, right, girls, would you mind coming up to the sweet audition? <laughs> That's Don right there. <laughs> yeah. so, oh, sure, Don always gets a sweet. Oh, man. <laughs> so Don has decided not Whatever that is, so I don't know anything about Don ah, Olmeyer. I'm assuming uh, Letterman does know a little bit more than me. I would say so. <laughs> that is a conversation that in 1998 would be happen happening with laughter, and now it would be the end of Don Olmeyer's uh, career. <laughs> Whatever that means, I assume it's not good. <laughs> it, would, it would probably be the end of Letterman's career just for mentioning it and not calling yeah. the authorities. Well, Letterman has his own demons <laughs> uh, with, uh, with interns and whatnot. But <laughs> true. But yeah, uh, keep going. Oh, run any ads for my movie on his uh, network now, what, NBC. What is it? What is it? What is? <laughs> yeah. So they. Uh, <laughs> so NBC refused to run ads for Dirty Work, which obviously would have helped the movie a lot. If let's just think of. Uh, if anyone liked Norm on Weekend Update, the value of running an ad during Weekend Update. Saturday Night Live. Yeah, yeah during Saturday Night Live in general. Uh, that would be huge for Dirty Work, you would think. And, uh, you you know, in a lot of these circumstances, you could say, like, well, uh, NBC actually loses and Norm wins in that scenario because uh, they're giving him promotion. Now people are talking about Dirty Work, but as we know now, Dirty Work was a cult classic. But still even yeah. now... Unless you're talking about the career of uh, Norm, Artie, or Bob Saget, who directed the movie, mm -hmm. or maybe Rickles in, in his appearance, unless you're talking about one of those guys, Dirty Work never comes up as a or, classic comedy. Or the first appearance of Adam Sandler playing the devil. <laughs> oh, that's true. <laughs> who could forget that? Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, so despite all those things, and it being hilarious, uh, like when Norm passed, one of the things I watched, is, well, I watched was... Uh, the prostitute scene. Oh yeah, where he fucks the, the car salesman over by putting uh, prostitutes in his. Oh, you got a David dead Kechner. prostitute in your trunk. <laughs> David Keckner. Yes, yeah, yeah, David Keckner. A lot of good. Chevy Chase was in that movie. Yeah. A lot of people for the the lack of money it made. Jack. Uh, Jack. What the hell's the guy? The the dad's name. Oh, I know who you're talking about. I don't know. I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The dude, the 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 classic line. Mildred. Hey, Mildred. It's like, oh, I don't think you remember my name. It's it's it's. it's 
Kathy. He's like, no, I didn't know what it was, so I guess. <laughs> <laughs> so, so uh, Dirty Work was a, a very funny movie that made no money, and yeah. I mean, I don't think it was just Critically because NBC. Panned. It wasn't because NBC wouldn't run ads. Let's be honest, mm-hmm. but that would have helped for sure, and because. Uh, Norm was going out and, you know, talking shit about Don Olmeyer. Don Olmeyer, again, being very petty, uh, very weak, and saying, uh, I want nothing to do with this guy. I'm going to fuck over his career because he's made jokes I don't like. Um, and we have more evidence. Is the next clip Conan, Matt? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, so, yeah, Conan. So Conan talks about a thing that, I mean, not only was Norm not allowed to promote uh, commercially, but uh, Norm was one of the greatest. I, if If he, you know, if, if this uh, clip never happened, what Conan's about to talk about, then I think I would have mostly Conan clips in this because Norm was one of the greatest Conan guests uh, of all, probably, yeah. the, not, not one of, the greatest Conan guest yeah. of all time. Um, Conan did a whole episode about it when uh, Norm passed and he talked about a lot of the great Norm moments. And even before I knew uh, we were going to do this episode, this clip stood out to me because I had never heard this before. I didn't know this happened um, on late night with Conan O'Brien in uh, around 1997. This is the first clip we've watched that's not uh, like 1983 or, yeah. or, or older. Yeah, yeah. So I was just looking at it, I was like, wow, this is really clean. It's the first good quality. Yeah. Yeah. This is real clean. Yeah, this is Conan recently just, talking about uh, podcasts on the screen. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> this is the mandate that, uh, that Conan received from uh, NBC. Um, we, got a, we got the word came down, you, you can't book Norm MacDonald anymore. And it came from the top and from Don Olmeyer. And, um, you know, Don Olmeyer was the one that, you know, uh, Lorne suggested me for late night. He gave me the job. And so I had a lot of, you know, feelings of loyalty to Don Olmeyer uh, because I, I wouldn't be here right now if it weren't for Don sticking with me. So I owe him that. So I wrote a letter to Don that said, you know, I I got this directive. You've hired me to do the best show I can do, and this is my best guest. And so I need to do yeah what I I need to do my job, which is the best show I can do. And um, uh, I got the I got the letter back, and written in the margins was just something I don't remember the exact, but it was something like I'm you know. I would expect I expected better from you or something like that. It was, it was basically yeah. me being told um, do as you're told. Yeah, but uh, or I'm really disappointed in your lack of loyalty or something. And I felt at the time that's not no, that's not a lack of loyalty. That is loyalty. And Conan's 100 percent right. That was mm-hmm. him being a completely loyal and completely professional. Where yeah. Conan and I think the way a lot of people would have handled that is uh, there are two ways people would handle it. Uh, never said anything and done as, done as they're told, which I assume Don Olmeyer would prefer. And right. then the opposite of that would maybe be the more common way in some, especially with like comedians or whatever, where you storm into Olmeyer's office and say, "What? you're a fucking moron, what are you doing? And you tank your career, <laughs> you know? <laughs> but ha- Conan handled it in the most professional way possible and said, you know, I have a lot of loyalty to you, mm-hmm. so I'm asking you, can I please have Norm on my show? And this cunt can't just say Either, hey, uh, I'll give you this Conan, or I just can't do it. My pride is getting in the way, and I just can't do it. Instead, Don Olmeyer insists that he's right, and that's what a mm-hmm. lot of these shitheads in uh, executive positions do in um, uh, uh, entertainment, 
which is why you have the pushback like we talk about with uh, Norman Lear and right. we'll talk about, I'm sure, with a lot of these guys where the executives who are not creative are not funny but want so badly they can never trust Conan or Norm or whoever, Lorne Michaels, and say, these guys are in entertainment, I'm going to trust them. Yeah, the Instead, their ego gets in the way, and they also want to be fun. They think they're funny. The more I right. hear Don Olmeyer's name, the more <laughs> angry I'm It is an infuriating name, but <laughs> yeah. Don Olmeyer. It's, it's not a pleasure. Even the way it's spelled is annoyed. M-E-Y-E-R. Yeah, it is gross. <laughs> um, oh, so next we have Don Olmeyer, right? Uh, well, I also have the clip uh, that Norm reflects on it. I want to play later. that after. Okay. I want to play Don Olmeyer first because I think it'll show you kind of the contrast oh. in how these guys think of this situation years later. Uh, so this is Don Olmeyer on with Rich Eisen. Look at is he live? Fucking hair. Don Olmeyer? Yeah. This interview was only three or four years ago, so I'm assuming so, yeah. He outlived Norm. That sucks. Oh, yeah, that's true, too. Hold on one second, Matt. Because um, I just wanted to say... Uh, this is Don Olmeyer talking about good for Rich Eisen, but I th for asking this. Mm -hmm. um, but I think in the first few seconds, you're going to hear the lack of um, understanding as to why uh, this bothered people so much from Don Olmeyer. The uh, 40th anniversary of SNL just went down. Yeah. Uh, Norm Macdonald returned to a show that you once showed the door for him. What What was the story behind mm. that, Don Olmeyer? Well, stop saying know, his name. <laughs> I find it fascinating. I you make thousands of decisions, and yeah, and uh, one of them haunts you for the rest of your life. So you, you would had say that so haunts much time with Norm McDonald fans at all. With Norm McDonald fans, go back for a second. Uh, Sorry, uh, <laughs> because my point was when he said uh, one of them haunts you for the rest of your life. I thought that was interesting. I was like, oh, so he regrets it, and then immediately he says. With Norm, with these idiot Norm Macdonald fans, like so, he went from me thinking, "Oh, he completely understands and thinks he fucked up," to like, I don't know why like, these people keep bitching about it. Like, what are they, Norm fans? <laughs> so he still thinks he was right, but there's more. Right. There's more, and you know what? The rest of this, uh, I think his attitude and shit bothers me, but I do believe there's some, there's a there's a, a grain of truth in in what he's saying. One of them haunts you for the rest of your life. So you with, would say that with haunts Norm, with Norm McDonald fans at all. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, with Norm McDonald fans at all. Like, uh, no, I, um, look, I think Norm was a very talented guy, terrifically mm -hmm. uh, versatile comedian, and he was doing the Weekend Update. And um, I started getting concerned because in looking at the ratings, you can mm -hmm. see, yeah, we have minute-by-minute minute ratings. Bullshit. And for the first time in, in the history of the show, during Weekend Update, people were tuning out. Weekend Update was like mm -hmm. the, uh, that, that thing that kept people tuned. Well, it was an institution part, an institution and, I mean, part it, of know, an institution. Some weeks, Saturday Night Live would be on fire the first half hour, and Weekend Update would keep it going, and some weeks Saturday Night Live might be a little weaker, mm -hmm. but people would stay tuned because Weekend Update was something they looked forward to. And I was concerned that the ratings were dropping off, and it didn't seem like uh, Norman, the subject matter was clicking as it had in the, the past. So was Norman Michaels sharing that same belief Brain as matter. well at the time? Or? Well, you know, Norman and I, I mean, Lauren and I had talked about it a lot, and um, I finally felt we needed to make a change. And, you know, Lauren thought, well, maybe we should wait until the end of the year. And I thought, no, we, I think we should, you know, you gotta, I mean, my, my only reason for doing it was to try to, I thought you needed to do it to protect the show, mm -hmm. you know. Now, 
was I right, was I wrong? You make decisions, some are right, some are wrong. But uh, uh, it's certainly one that for the SNL fans and, and the Norm Macdonald fans, I'm constantly queried about. So The SNL fans. <laughs> so uh, the part I, I understand from Don Olmeyer's perspective is it's his job uh, so if people aren't watching, and again, we talked about people don't really get, a lot of people didn't get Norm for whatever reason. So if people are tuning out during Weekend Update, uh, and and you hate the guy, <laughs> then it becomes very easy for a businessman to say, well, you're hurting my revenue. Right. Now, that's where I blame Lorne Michaels a lot more, because even in that explanation, right. Don Olmeyer seemed like it was a half-assed attempt by Lauren Michaels to keep Norm Macdonald around. Maybe let's wait till the end of the season. Like, what the fuck is that? Mm-hmm. And Don Don Olmeyer's account could be wrong, for all we know. But it's Lauren's job to say, "Hey, the executive. These are bean counters. These are guys that say uh, the ratings are this, so we should make this decision." Where it's Lauren Michaels' job to be like, "No, this guy's funny, and over time, this will pay off for us." Right. So, yeah. It's tough to completely. Uh, I'm no, like go ahead. Mad. <laughs> yeah, that guy sucks. Like fucking mad at this fucking asshole. Well, I look at it this way: uh, if Norm never got fired off as an O, who knows how different his career would be, and we wouldn't have this oh, kind of thing. I agree. Like, yeah. listen to the, the 50 clips we played to Norm, where he's fucking hilarious, bashing, bashing down Norm. <laughs> we wouldn't have that if. Yeah, you're and right. this kind of gave Norm. This was his first, uh, uh, you know, sort of being in a weird way. It's weird when you hear Norm speak. And what he speaks about, and just his whole his whole aura, <laughs> that he's like kind of a bad boy of comedy. <laughs> like when you hear a guy with that voice, <laughs> who's like kind of, seems like kind of a wholesome Canadian guy. Oh, Canadian, yeah. <laughs> and he's like a, one of the badasses in comedy. Yeah. Um, he was deeply closeted. Deeply closeted gay man. <laughs> uh, but Don Olmeyer not really showing a shred of regret. Uh, this is, is Norm's perspective on it. Uh, 15-ish years later on uh, Opie and Anthony with Colin Quinn and uh, oh, Jim yeah. Norton. That's right. right this. You didn't have any animosity towards Colin. Not towards that. Colin. No, I love Colin. I heard no. you were taken off of that show because uh, uh, the O.J. situation. I don't know. I don't think it was really You don't that. think that was it? No, I don't really think it was Because you bad. gave O.J. a little guff, and most people were just treating him like a saint. Yeah, but no, I don't know. I, I know people <laughs> no. said that and shit. But I think, you know what I think it was? is because I didn't get laughs all the time and shit. And, like, Olmeyer was watching Leno, who would get laughs wall to wall every fucking yeah, night. Yeah, that isn't what it was about. I know, but I can understand his point. So that's, I mean, like yeah, I was saying, a like, bit. where Norm's like, yeah, you know, what are you going to do years later? Where Don Olmeyer's yeah. sticking to his guns. Yeah. And I think that's the difference between those two types of guys. A where nice guy uh, and a giant piece of shit. Yeah, and I don't think <laughs> I don't think Norm really had, I mean, obviously he had some sort of an ego. He's an entertainer. Right. But I don't think he had the type of ego that a lot of celebrities do. <laughs> Um, and uh, it was funny. He was talking to uh, Colin Quinn on there. Where Colin, they lived in the same building. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and Norm goes, uh, yeah. Tell him about that uh, moment in the elevator. And Colin goes, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> and uh, Norm goes, that oh, was poignant for me. But <laughs> 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 they had like a passing of the torch. But Colin didn't want to take Weekend Update because he was friends with Norm. Yeah. And I don't even think he really wanted to do it. Um, like he didn't think it was his style necessarily. But mm-hmm. then replacing Norm was a, a you know, left a bad taste in his mouth, sort right. of. But obviously, uh, he did. And people forget Colin Quinn was very underrated on Weekend Update too. I agree. No one thinks of him. I loved Colin Quinn. Well, Colin Quinn fans, do. Norm, but yeah. but the Dennis average person, Miller, Colin. Yeah, so that might I agree. Um, I never saw Chevy Chase. I heard he was the greatest, but I don't really know 
I didn't watch it, you know, in the 70s. I haven't gone back and watched that. I days. mean, Craig Kilborn. No. <laughs> <laughs> well, sure, yes. Of course, Jimmy Fallon was great. Uh, what's next, Matt? Norm's monologue. Oh. Okay, so God this is, damn. this is I guess, how we finish. Do we even talk after this? I say we get it all out now. Our yeah, thoughts this, and when we end on this. This was my first exposure to Norm MacDonald ever. Um, okay. So eighth grade. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think maybe the first time I heard about this is like, uh, I think Bill Burr and Doug Stanhope were telling this story somewhere, oh, really? where I was like, boy, that sounds hilarious. I have to go back and listen. So, uh, so Dirty Work comes out. Yep. Uh, it wasn't. It was not a hit, as we said. But Norm starred in a movie. Starred and wrote a movie, um, which built up his notoriety a little bit. Mm -hmm. Then he was in uh, the Norm Show, which I think just became Norm. I think they dropped. Yeah, the they show. dropped the. They dropped the. Yeah. <laughs> um, so uh, and that was on ABC at the time. And then to promote uh, ABC, to promote uh, the Norm Show. Uh, SNL's ratings were not doing great. I guess that was one of the worst. It's before Will Ferrell really popped, I guess. Well, it's It was between Farley and Ferrell. Yeah, like, yeah. Which yeah. doesn't, I don't know, can it be? Because Trebek and Norm were in those Jeopardy sketches. Oh, yeah, so how does right. that work? You're absolutely right. But I, for whatever reason, work? For, they, hit, they hit a lull at some point where ratings yeah. were not great. And so a uh, year and a oh. half after Norm's firing, uh, they ask him to come back and host SNL in one of the greatest acts of <laughs> <Yeah>. revenge <laughs> ever. And I will note, uh, so what you're about to hear is the monologue, and Norm's original plan was to do this and then leave the building, which, oh. which would have been oh, absolutely epic, but more to Norm's character as a guy, uh, he knew people in the cast and the writer's room still, and he knew that would completely fuck them over. He would have never got work. That at the last minute. And, yeah, probably selfishly, he knew that would fuck my career up, too. Even though this would fuck up his career to some extent, I'm sure. I'm actually surprised with how short this was. Yeah. Meaning what? The monologue itself? Monologue. Only four minutes. Yeah, it's not long. Yeah, and he probably knew he had to do it and get the fuck out of there, well, you yeah, know? that's true. Um, so here's Norm's SNL monologue, the greatest monologue in Saturday Night Live history, in my opinion. Without question. Oh, and uh, take a look. Goodbye. What's that? Oh, yeah, no. No, you're absolutely right. That is my name. You know, when the people when the people here ask me to do the show, you know, I got to say, I felt kind of weird, you know. I, I don't know if you remember this, but uh, I used to actually be on this show, you know. Uh, I used to do the uh, weekend update news routine. You remember that? And, uh, yeah. That's where I did the make-believe news jokes, you know? That was me, right? So then, a year and a half ago, right, I had a sort of a, a disagreement with the management at, uh, at the NBC. Uh, I wanted to keep my job, right? And they felt the exact opposite. So. So you see, they like, uh, they fired me because they said that I wasn't funny, you know? Now, now with most jobs, I could have had a hell of a lawsuit on my hands for that, but, but see, this is a comedy show. So they got me, you know, you know what? You know what? But now, this is the weird part, right? It's only a year and a half later, and now they asked me to host the show. So I wondered, I go, hey, wait a second here. Hey! I go, how did I go in a year and a half from being not funny enough to be even allowed in the building? 
to being so funny that I'm now hosting the show. How did I suddenly get so damn funny? It was inexplicable to me, because a year and a half, let's face it, is not enough time for a dude to learn how to be funny. Then it occurred to me, I haven't gotten funnier. The show has gotten really bad. So yeah, I'm funny compared to, you know, well, you'll see later. But... Okay, so let's recap. The bad news is, I'm still not funny. The good news is, the show blows. All right, folks, we got a bad show for you tonight. Dr. Dre, Snoop Doggy Dog, and Eminem are here.